I think it is very natural to feel shock and disbelief at diagnosis. I certainly was not expecting to hear I had cancer at the young age of 33. A second opinion will definitely help give you peace of mind that there is no mistake, and that two medical doctors have reached the same conclusion. Earlier, I briefly mentioned my story of the ENT, ear, nose, and throat specialist, my general physician sent me to who I could not stand. I am easygoing and friendly and get along with virtually everyone, so it was surprising to me to have this strong of a reaction. Dr. Arrogant had absolutely no bedside manner working with patients and families. My mom was with me at this appointment, and she asked a question he must have thought he already answered. Well, excuse us if we did not hear your every word because our heads were spinning just a little. Dr. Arrogant looked down at her through his glasses way down at the tip of his nose and said something like, Well, my second answer will be the same as my first, and acted as if he was wasting his breath repeating himself. No patience, no compassion, no more visits to Dr. Arrogant. I began asking around, and a friend of mine knew of another ENT. That was the doctor who would make a slit in the right side of my neck and remove a lymph node mass on April Fool's Day. It is your diagnosis and your body. Go to whom you want. I hit it off immediately with my oncologist, to whom I was sent to see on March 26, 2010, less than 48 hours after my diagnosis was confirmed. If I would not have, I definitely would have looked around for someone else. When you think about the amount of time you will spend with your doctors and how personal you have to be with them, you have to feel comfortable with them. Number two, do get mad, sad, bitter, depressed, etc. Feel the emotions you are naturally feeling. Don't try to suppress or fight them off. I believe you need to experience what you are feeling. I have sobbed being grateful for big boxes of Kleenex to wipe my eyes and blow my nose. Let it out. I have said several times at Cancer with Joy, we realize no one is happy they have cancer. I was hardly pleased to get my diagnosis. I know that while listening to this, you may be thinking, What? Isn't this book about helping me handle cancer with joy? Yes, it is. And that is why I propose you consider setting a time frame, and as you start accepting your diagnosis, that you don't stay mad, sad, bitter, and or depressed. Realize that you have tremendous power as you can choose to look for the bright side effects I mentioned earlier. When the hair on my head fell out in the hair loss shower, guess what? It also didn't grow back on my legs or under my arms. I shaved and then had perpetually smooth, soft, even silky, and very sexy legs. And that was definitely a bright side effect. I chose to laugh at the fact that it was now easier than it had ever been for me to change my look. On a chilly day, I could pull on my shoulder-length hair wig, but on a hot day where I would have had my normal hair up off my neck, I could wear a short wig or just a hat. I chose to make the hair loss fun instead of only crying over it. That is moving beyond sadness to having cancer with joy. 
That is what I want for you. I am here to help you throughout your journey. This audiobook doesn't say the end at the end. That is because it is only the beginning of me being there for you through this. I have experienced stage 4 cancer. I went through chemotherapy and had hair loss. I discovered how to handle it all with joy, and since no one in the world has ever come forward to teach this idea of cancer with joy, I am here for you to help you handle it with joy, too.